Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hi, I'm Jen White, and this is Reset. Well, yesterday, we brought you some fascinating but dire thoughts about our country and our lives in a post-COVID-19 world. If you missed it, go back into your feed and give it a listen. But today, we thought you could use something a little lighter. So we reached out to science fiction and fantasy writer Nettie Okorafor to give us some recommendations on things to read, watch, and do while we're staying at home. Hey, Nettie, how are you doing? It's great to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. You too. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, I want to hear about your recommendations, starting with things to read. You recommend Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. Give us a quick synopsis of the book. Oh, boy. Um, it's a lot. Um, Parable <laughs> of the Sower is a heavy, heavy, heavy read. So it's set in the 2020s United States. This is a, uni- a future United States that's collapsed under the weight of corporate greed, climate change, um, wealth, inequality, racism, so we've got this. We've got our main character who lives in a gated community, and that's this is how the story starts. And it's really about what happens when things fall apart even more for her, and how she goes on this journey and creates something even greater. I don't want to give too much away, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's sort of a synopsis. Yeah, and Octavia Butler, she's a, she's a great read, sort of across the board. You really can't go wrong. You have another pick. It's also, um, well, this is a fantasy novel, The Talisman by Peter Straub and Stephen King. What draws you to this book right now? Okay, so Parable of the Sower was more like looking into the eye of the monster, mm. you know, looking directly at it. Um, the Talisman is sort of, I wouldn't say it's the opposite, but like what brought me to it really was it's about a boy who has to walk across from the East Coast of the United States to the West Coast of the United States, also while jumping into other worlds in order to obtain a magical object to save his dying mother. And it's sort of like what really brought me back to this and continues to bring me back to this really rather simple but complex narrative is that, one, it's set in these sprawling worlds, but it's also outside. It's in the wilderness. You're on foot with this young character going on these amazing adventures. So it's, it's a story that's, that's really, it's full of hope and it's lush and it's adventure. So like during times like this, this is the escapist literature that I, mm. that I go to. Age wise, who, who would it be a good, a good read for? That's the interesting thing about the talisman. It's like the main character, he's 12, but it's not a young adult book at all. So it's really hard to say, you know, it, it kind of it appeals to young readers. It appeals to adult readers. It's it's an everyone book. Mm-hmm. Well, your your last read recommendation is a book that's actually been out for a while, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. But you recommend listening to it as an audio book. Why? Yes, yes because Trevor Noah reads it. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's in his voice. Trevor Noah's def- in his daily show has definitely been um, one of the things that has gotten me through a lot of this. And there's like... He makes you laugh, but he also takes you through so much while laughing. And I think it's like his type of voice is is a really, really important voice right now. This is his autobiography. So it's like it's not just him talking about politics. It's him going through it as a child to adult. And in that voice of energy and um, introspectiveness and joy, but also facing a lot of really, really tense, 
difficult issues and then also moving across these cultural fault lines with this grace that is just so rare. And, and just explain the title, Born a Crime, because it's it's about the actual circumstances of his birth, right? I don't want to give too much away about the <laughs> About the I, well, I, th- I think it's okay to because because he was he was born in South Africa, under apartheid. His mother was um, black. His father was not, and so them yeah. having a relationship was actually a crime. Yeah, yeah, and his existence was a crime, you know. And it's really about him living through that, living mm-hmm. through that, and overcoming that. But yeah, he he literally is born was born a crime. All right. Well, let's turn now to your recommendations for things to watch. You have several science fiction series for us, starting with one I actually checked out, Tales from the Loop. Explain what this series is about. So Tales from the Loop, that one's um, Amazon Studios, I believe. And it's it's sort of an it's it's an anthology show. So it's like nonlinear. But but what's interesting is that all the stories are connected. So it's a it's that kind of anthology show. So it's different stories. It's like a series of short interconnected short stories. It focuses on this very small, towny community that lives over the loop. So the loop is like this machine that's been built that unlocks the mysteries of the universe. And so this, this small town lives above, like, lives above it. A lot of the people in the town work with the loop. So all these weird, trippy, subtle, strange things happen to those who live there. And so the story, the, the show kind of follows each of those, not every single one of the characters, but like several different characters who are related in some kind of way. It's subtle, and that's what I love about it. It's science fiction, but it meanders. The pacing is gradual, and it's just mind-blowing, and that the near-future aspect of it where it's really believable, and it makes you think about things in a, a, just a very unique way. It's, it's fascinating. I, I found myself drawn to it on on days like today when it's sort of cloudy and rainy because there was this real strong feeling of melancholy in it for me as well. Did, did you feel that? Yes, that, that kind of show where you're, you're watching it and then it's just something will happen and it will just hit you like right in the chest. And yeah, today is a kind of day where this kind of show will really <laughs> evoke those emotions. So that's Tales from the Loop, and you can find it on Amazon Prime. Your next recommendation is a science fiction series from the creator of Battlestar Galactica and the producer of Star Trek. It's called For All Mankind. Why did you recommend this one? Oh, my, I didn't even know it was a, It was made by the Battlestar Galactica people. Wow, that explains a lot. Um, this was one of those shows where I didn't even know what it was about when I watched it. It was just there. I was on the treadmill, and I needed something to watch, and I started uh-huh. watching it and got hooked. It really starts with the question of what would happen if Americans weren't the first to make it to the moon. And in this case, it's the Russians who make it. And it goes into a sort of alternative history. It's closely related to our history, but it's, it's very different. So, you know, um, humanity pushes to, to travel farther than just the moon much earlier. You see women and people of color make it to the moon sooner. It's just it's just a really brilliant show. So that's for all mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, your last recommendation is also science fiction, but it's a comedy series that you say is oddly relatable right now. Here's a bit from the trailer. Let's listen. Bridge crew, listen up. I need a course back to Earth. There's a lot of people counting on us to get them there. Everything is fine. 
Okay, give us a quick synopsis of <laughs> Avenue 5. <laughs> it's a show about vacationers who take this spaceship, which is very much like a cruise ship, very much like a cruise ship. And um, it's supposed to be, I think it's either a few days or like two-week kind of um, trip, and then you come back to Earth. And something happens that knocks them off course, and so those few days become years. So these people are trapped on this cruise ship-like vehicle in space, and their captain isn't really, uh, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but there are things. <laughs> there are things. There are many, many things. <laughs> there are problematic things. Well, you can watch Avenue 5 on HBO Now, Amazon Prime, and other streaming services. And we're talking to writer Nettie Okorafor about her favorite things to read, watch, and do at home. Every week, we bring you recommendations on how to stay engaged and entertained during Illinois' stay-at-home order. Okay, Nettie, let's talk about your recommendations on what to do. What are some of the things you've been trying to do at home these days? Um, One of the main things that has kept me sane I'm very much an introvert, so mm. staying inside and away from people has not been that hard, but I, I need to move around. So five days a week, I exercise. And I have, um, right before all of this happened, I was paranoid about things anyway, so I bought a treadmill, so I'm happy that I have, have uh-huh. a treadmill, but, but I do that exercise, because that exercise, I need to move around. And so, you know, I live, in, I live in a condo, so it's not like I can just go outside easily without having to deal with any kind of risk. So that's really, really important, that whole idea of every day or every day, five days a week, I do some, some kind of intense exercise that gets my heart rate up and gets those endorphins moving through my system. Now, you're also trying to stay positive. That's another recommendation. How are you doing that right now? Well, one of the things that helps me stay positive, and this may sound weird, but like having a routine every day where I have something to do, where I know I map out my whole day every day, and so that I feel this sense of accomplishment each day. This is something that I do anyway, but it's still, it's something that I've amped up even more because there's less of a necessity for structure now, but so I've had to like really impose a kind of structure on my day. So when I wake up, I know I have to do this, I have to go you know, I'm going to write for this number of hours, and then I always exercise at the same time, and then I eat dinner, same time, hang out with my daughter. All of that is very structured, so that helps me feel this, a sense of things are moving forward as opposed to stagnating, and that helps me remain, you know, hopeful. Well, we've only got a few seconds left, and you mentioned writing. The last time we spoke, we talked about your book, Broken Places and Outer Spaces. What are you working on right now? Can you give us any, any clue? Oh, I'm working on so many things. Uh, I'm working on actually two novels. One of them is called Nor, and that one I'm, I'm in the editing process. The second one, I am working on the part three of the Akata series. So there's that. And then I'm working on two, um, or I'm work, actually working on four TV projects. <laughs> so you're not yeah. busy at all is what I hear you saying. Oh, I'm really, I'm just lying around and doing nothing. No, I'm extremely busy, yes. That's Betty Okorafor, writer of science fiction, fantasy, and magical realism. Betty, thanks so much for sharing your recommendations. We appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And we've tweeted out all of Nettie's recommendations. To find them, follow us on Twitter. We're at WBEZ Reset. And you can follow me at J White Pop Radio. I'm Jen White. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And let's talk again soon.
Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.